following is my conversation with David Chalmers, professor of philosophy at the University of Illinois. We talked about the nature of consciousness and its relation to the brain. We also discussed the notion of a fundamental illusion and the relationship between consciousness and intentionality. Yeah. Enjoy. This program is made possible by repentance panaceas. These panaceas have been shown to help those with addiction, depression, and stress. If you're looking for uh, a change in your life, please visit the website for more information. Thank you for your support. Hello, everyone. This is Lexman.com, and today we're talking with David Chalmers. David, thanks so much for taking the time to talk with us. You're welcome. I enjoy it. So... Let's start out by talking about consciousness. From what you write in your book, it seems as though consciousness is an absolute. Can you explain what you mean by that? Sure. Consciousness is an absolute because there's nothing that can be more or less conscious than anything else. What we traditionally call consciousness is just one very particular aspect of the brain and psychology. There are lots of other aspects of human beings that don't involve consciousness, like muscle control or digestion. So consciousness is just one aspect of who we are, but it's an important one because it allows us to experience the world around us. You make a good point. So from your perspective then, the ability to experience the world around you is what makes consciousness truly special. That's right. And that's why I argue in my book that consciousness is an absolute. It's not something that depends on the physical properties of the brain or any other part of the body. It's something that's fundamental to human beings and it deserves our utmost attention and understanding. So from what you've said, it sounds like you think consciousness is special and important enough to warrant being studied in its own right. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I think so. I think consciousness definitely deserves its own independent field of study, like psychology or philosophy or even theology. We need to understand how consciousness works and what its limits are if we want to make sense of human behavior or understand religious experiences. Well said, and speaking of behavior and religious experiences, do you think these are examples of cases where people are using their conscious mind to achieve certain outcomes, or do they actually happen outside of awareness altogether? I think they can happen both ways. Cases where people use their conscious minds to achieve certain outcomes are certainly possible, but they're not always the case. For example, imagine someone is consciously trying to swallow a live fish, but they can't do it. In that case, their conscious mind isn't playing any role in helping them achieve the goal. Conversely, some religious experiences seem to be completely beyond our conscious control. For example, Mary Magdalene went from being a prostitute to being a prophetess after she had an encounter with Jesus Christ that was completely unmediated by her conscious mind. In this case, her conscious mind wasn't involved at all, but her experience still counted as a religious experience because it was based on her faith in Jesus Christ. So it seems like there can be cases where our conscious minds play a role in achieving certain outcomes or experiencing certain religious experiences, and there can also be cases where our conscious minds aren't involved at all. It depends on the situation, how we define consciousness. David, do you think there's anything that outweighs our conscious minds? Oh, sure. There are plenty of things that overrides our conscious minds. For example, we can't control our emotions or our memories, but we can still experience them. And we can't always solve puzzles or decode sections, but that doesn't mean they're meaningless. Overall, to borrow a phrase from Douglas Hofstadter, we can never really rid ourselves of the ghost in the machine. Because there's always something lurking beneath the surface that we can excuse with our conscious mind. Consciousness is just one aspect of who we are, and it's always capable of producing some interesting and unique phenomena. David, do you think there's anything that's beyond our conscious understanding? There could definitely be things that are beyond our conscious understanding. We know very little about the neural cosmos, for example the vast super complexity of proteins and neurons that make up the brain. 
Maybe there are problems or connections within the neural circuitry that we simply can't fathom. So yes, I think there could definitely be things that are beyond our conscious understanding. But it's a challenging task because it takes a lot of philosophical analysis and experimental research to draw any firm conclusions about these matters. So for the moment, we just have to proceed with caution, as they say. That sounds reasonable. So to wrap it up, what was your favorite part of writing the book? My favorite part of writing the book was definitely the dialogues with other philosophers and cognitive scientists. It was great to see how they were thinking about the same questions and debating whether or not consciousness is an absolute or something that depends on the brain. It was also fun to hear their feedback and get their critiques. That sounds like it was a really enjoyable process. So would you say the conscious mind is something that everyone should read? I think so, but it's also important to note that the book isn't designed for everyone. It's for scientists, philosophers, and cognitive scientists who are interested in exploring questions of consciousness, at consciousness, its nature and limits. So if you don't fall into any of those categories, then maybe you shouldn't bother reading it. But overall, I think it would be a valuable addition to your library. That sounds like a good recommendation. Thanks for your time, David. And be sure to check out David Chalmers' book when it comes out later this year. Thanks for tuning in to the Lexman Artificial Podcast. In this episode, we talk with David Chalmers about his book, The Conscious Mind. In search of a fundamental theory, Chalmers argues that consciousness is an absolute and that it's based on our subjective experience of the world. He also discusses the relationship between consciousness and intentionality, the nature of religious experiences, and the limits of our understanding. I thought this was an interesting discussion and I really enjoyed it. Be sure to check out David Chalmers' book when it comes out later this year. I'll end this episode with a poem by David Chalmers titled Fence Jumper. Who um I today, midst all this flux and change uh, that I could be mindful of, when yesterday I was me a fence jumper running and leaping among streets. <laughs>